0: Good morning. I am Peter Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company and a seven-time winner of the Consumers Choice Award and the London Free Press Best of London, three-time winner of the Best of Home Stars, and the two-time winner of the Top Choice Award. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from nine to ten as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most importantly, remember those phone lines are open, and we'd love to hear from you at 519-643-2222 or one 354 Don't wait. Give us a call. Mr. Gilbert, how are you today?
1: I'm great. Let's look at outside. The sun is shining. Uh, it's going to, it's warming up, March break, kids are away. You know, there's a lot of good things happening.
0: Uh, trucks got broken into last night.
1: Why, why do you always have to focus in on the negative? <laughs> Listen, if you really want to, like we lost a car last night, so we're car shopping today.
0: Did you? What car did you lose? The uh, Flex?
1: No, no. Annette's uh, Edge is, uh, it's seen, It's it's done. And you might want to turn that down. Well you know who that was? That's the car salesman sending me a message
0: <laughs> to say to you, head over to St. Thomas Ford. Is that right? Okay. So, well, I'm sorry to hear that.
1: Yeah, so you know it, not every but i not I choose not to focus on that. It's yeah, just okay.
0: yeah. well, well then I'll focus on some good things here. All right, let's 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 go. 696 Facebook likes on the Ooh, way to 700. Away. Only four away. Could hit that by next week because we got four this week. Possibly. So we're going there. Oh, the Knights won in overtime against Flint. Okay. And the, the two goalies embraced that they both played a great game, which was really nice to see. Wow. Yeah, it was that was pretty good.
1: And uh, don't forget, the Briar is on. This is a championship, so this is the finals weekend of the Briar.
0: And our... Uh, Scott McDonald
1: gave a good run the skip of the
0: Ontario team who they keep saying the team's from Kingston but Scott's from London uh, made it to the championship pool and made it to Friday morning before or Friday afternoon before he was
1: eliminated so he had a good run he did have a great run first briar that's exciting for them I'm uh, sure they'll be back.
0: Yeah, and and great shot making. You know, he was fearless in yep. his game instead of playing defensively. It, it was it was nice to see.
1: So now we have there's four teams left. Uh there's there's Alberta, Kevin Cooey. Yep. There's Northern Ontario, Brad Jacobs. There's Wild Card, which is Brandon Botcher, sure. and then there is Team Gushu. Canada, which is Mr. Gushu. Yep.
0: Yeah. So Gushu and uh Botcher play Team Wild Card? Uh, to determine who will go to the semifinal. Right. And then the-
1: 1-2, um, the page game.
0: Yep. It's between Alberta Cooey and Northern, Northern Ontario, Ontario Jacobs. And the loser of that- Plays in the semi. Semi, and the winner goes directly to the final. Right. So it's going to be a lot of excitement today. Great. I've got to get all my work done this morning so that I can <laughs> get home with the popcorn and there's a night's game tonight.
1: So are you going to do that as well? Well,
0: I don't know. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of pulled. No, I'm and
1: saying. not only that, the uh, the Bud Gardens is about to be transformed. Yeah, for the Junos. For the Junos. The yeah, Juno gonna...
0: House opened up yesterday, I think. Yeah.
1: So that'll so. be an exciting time for London. There'll be uh, some great people walking around our streets. Yeah,
0: And shh, don't tell anybody. What? But there's a big announcement that's going to be coming about curling in a couple of weeks.
1: Is that right? Yeah. Don't tell anybody. Don't
0: tell anybody. Shh, okay. Keep it quiet under the QT.
1: Are you gonna tell me? Uh, no. Oh. not
0: <laughs> no, can't tell you, Steve, but just telling you a big curling announcement coming in a couple of weeks. For so. the city of London? From for the city of London, yes. Awesome. It'll so, be a lot. Uh, I like that. Yep. Those are, those are always
1: good announcements, right? Yep.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna hopefully have our CEO from Service Experts on. Uh, maybe taped because he's coming in on March 20th. Yep. So we may tape it and then play it on the following Saturday, but we're hoping he's going to have time to come on and do a segment with us. That'd be great. You will have to wear a suit and tie that day and get dressed it's, it's up. Radio, and, it's well, radio, Peter. Well, I know, but he's going to be sitting here. So he can't really see what we normally look like. You know, Steve, <laughs> well, have you, have, have you looked at yourself in the mirror today? You
1: know, I briefly, right. So, and, uh. Because it's radio, this is what you get. Sorry that you have to look at it the yeah, entire Jack- hour.
0: Jacqueline's got to look at it.
1: But no, Jack- I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, moving along.
0: Moving along. So we're going to grab a quick break, then we're going to come back to our mail uh, bag questions. But remember, those phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 and one 354 8255 Well, I wonder who's picking the music this
1: week. Well, it's not you. No, it's not (laughs) me. Uh. But (laughs) I picked last week. Yeah,
0: that, like we say, that music gets you going, kind of gets you. So, gold medal, two time gold medalist, Jamie, is picking guitar riffs. Nice. This week. And that was Leonard Skidder, Sweet Home Alabama. Great. So, that's good. Be interesting to see all four of these guitar riffs. But, good pick on the first one, Jamie. Nice to keep your gold medal streak going.
1: But there are no votes on this, right? Uh, Thank
0: God. (laughs) I'm still in the running, so it works very well. All right. So the first question out of our mailbag is, I have a self-piercing valve on my water line going to the humidifier. Is there something else I could use?
1: Well, what we... Well, we tell people what a self-piercing valve is in the first place.
0: Well, in that you get it in your ear. Well, or kind of, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like a, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a valve that clamps around a water pipe. So it's got uh, screws and it actually has a little needle that actually pierces the copper and it, it shoves this little needle into the, into the waterway. And, and then as you spin, when, as you open that valve, um, it allows the water to go through a line. The only, uh, they're great because they're easy to install, uh, but long-term, they're not so good because they eventually start to leak. Uh, and then in some cases, if you never touch them, they'll seize, which is another problem. So they're either eventually going to leak or seize. So um, we, don't, uh, we don't put them in. Actually, every humidifier that we uh, get from our supplier comes with a piercing valve in it. Right. And we simply... Take that piercing valve and throw it in the recycled metal bin, because we don't use them. So, what's better is something that we refer to as a ball valve, and uh, it is very commonly used today. It's a valve that will not leak. Um, I don't think I've ever heard of one seizing, but it, it there's just there's a like a ball bearing in there that as you as you turn that valve it opens or closes. It's very simple. It's only a half turn valve. It's not one that you have to thread. It's, they're very easy to use. Now they have to be sweated in. And what I mean by that, they have to be use a torch and solder and sweat it in. So they're not, um, they're not a shark bite. Uh, they're not a pierce. They are actually having to cut, solder, and install.
0: And, and they are wonderful because it's only a quarter turn. Right. But you can turn it an eighth and get a Eighth of the water or you can just keep
1: moving it and get
0: the amount yeah. of water you need.
1: If you were to go to a hardware store you would see that most most valves these days the we are going to ball valves uh, so that's what the that's what the industry is moving to so that's that's what we install well And our first mailbag, Question is presented by Steve's
0: Coffee Supplier, Ojo's Coffee, twenty two four sixty nine Adelaide Road, Mount Bridges. Mention Steve Gilbert and the Inch by Inch Ultimate Home Comfort Show, and get your coffee at Ojo's Coffee.
1: Yeah, you stay for a drink, stay for coffee if you want, or just pick up some ground, whatever you like. Yeah,
0: <laughs> trying to help you out there, Steve. Um, we got another question that came in. said, can you please advise the typical timeframe on installing a new furnace and air conditioner? Now, that's an interesting question.
1: It can be. <laughs> well, <laughs> because you deal with that on a daily basis with us. Uh, as you can imagine, there are certain challenges in, in, uh, in installing furnaces and air conditioners. Some of the challenges that we face are um, finished ceilings, So if your basement doesn't have drop ceilings or it's finished and it's got drywall over top, and we have to now take an old furnace that used to vent up the chimney and now we have to vent it out through the sidewall with high-efficiency piping. Sometimes that poses a challenge because we have to get that uh, venting across your ceiling. And also the challenge is that venting has to be supported every four feet. So you can't just run it across a ceiling without making sure it's supported properly has proper slope and all that stuff. So in essence, then we end up having to cut holes in your ceiling, and customers are really thrilled about that, but that's the only way that we can put it in, and you can't put an old furnace that goes up your chimney in your house anymore. So there, there are certain challenges sometimes, um, but to answer your question, it can take anywhere from one day to two days to install a furnace and air conditioner, right. depending on the challenges that we see when we're in the field.
0: And it will take, you know, and when we say one day, we'll get there around, you know, 8, 8.30 and they'll be there till 5, 5.30 at night. Right. You know, if it takes, and it takes a full day, two guys working pretty hard to make that happen.
1: Now, Richard just chimed in. Um, the other thing that can sometimes surprise us is sometimes we are in, we'll be in a house and there'll be some white tape sitting around duck work. And that white tape—it's dimpled and it's dimpled—and it would be around some of the joints and some of the uh, spots where the, fir- the where the ductwork joins together. That white tape, ninety-nine percent of the time, is asbestos, and that is a job stoppage. So when we see that, uh, we have to have that dealt with. We we cannot we cannot change a furnace uh, in a house that has asbestos wrapped around the ductwork, which is within six to eight feet of that furnace. Uh, for fear of disturbing it and having it um, become airborne in a customer's home. Okay.
0: Well, we're going to head right to the phone lines, and we have uh, Frank on the line. Go ahead with your question, Frank.
1: Oh, hi. hi. I was over at a friend's house uh, this past week, and the furnace kept on coming on and lasting for about maybe 20 seconds and then shutting off, and this kept repeating and over and over again. Um, just wondering what that might be causing well,
0: it can be a couple things. It sounds like to me it's going off on what we call a high limit, and I'll let Steve explain what can cause that.
1: So, uh, if th- the, sometimes the there's a safety switch in there, Frank, which doesn't allow the furnace to to run away and overheat. So it would just it would get up. There's not enough air going past the heat exchanger, let say. So that sometimes that's a dirty filter or a dirty coil which is causing that, and the furnace is kind of overheating and that safety switch is turning it off. The other uh, thing the other thing it could be could be a, a dirty flame sensor. So um, it, it may not realize that the furnace is, is lit and is kind of turning off and on. Um, so, Or it could be a thermostat problem. But those are some of the, the issues it could be. Easiest thing to do is to you check your filter and see if it's okay. And if it isn't, that's the first thing to go to. But if it continues on, then you need a service call. Right. And what do you guys charge for a service call these days?
0: Um, $99 we'll get them out to your house, find out what's wrong and give you an estimate to repair it.
1: Okay, I'll pass that on. Thank okay. you, boys. Thank, Thank you very much. Okay. Have,
0: have a great day. So, yeah, dirty that a dirty filter can, you know, by changing that can save you $99. And Absolutely. Cuz a furnace will heat up uh, and then the fan comes on to blow the air, so you don't get a cold draft. Right. So it sounds like it's it's heating up, and it's then when the fan comes on, no air or not enough air is getting through, and then the safety says whoa 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 too hot, and then shuts down, and then it tries that again, and then just keeps circulating. So the and the worst case scenario would be a crack in the heat exchanger. Where we get a little too much heat coming up in one area that finally would cut that out. So hopefully it's not that.
1: No, hopefully it's just something simple. Yep. But, and also a benefit that we're just kind of coming out of our heating season, but you shouldn't leave that. If you've got a problem with your furnace now and it's the end of the heating season, you better to deal with it now than forget about it to the fall and just say, oh, I'll get it in the fall. And then the fall comes and then it turns out to be a bigger problem.
0: Now, we were talking a few, a little bit ago about asbestos. Yes. And, you know, it's okay for customers to cut the asbestos, rip it off the pipe, just throw it in the regular garbage. That's, that's good.
1: Well, as long as you don't care if, like, we won't come into your house then. No. And so, yeah, it has to, the, if asbestos is within six or six to eight feet of your furnace and you're, it's going to be replaced, we and we have to have a, a asbestos abatement company come in and properly remove it. It's not just we're only in your house a fraction of the time. So, uh, and the, the, the health effects to our workers is very severe. So we're not going to risk the chance of our workmen, you know, breathing in asbestos fibers, but you, the homeowner living in that, that asbestos is going to be, now that it's disturbed, it's going to be running through your house. Every time your furnace turns on, um, your filter may or may not catch it. And, uh, you're going to put yourself at huge health risk, which you may not even find out till 20 years down the road when that's when as- asbestosis kind of kicks in.
0: Right, because when you breathe those fibers in, they get stuck in your lungs mm-hmm. and they don't go anywhere. They don't come out. Yeah. So we don't want it airborne in any way. And you can't throw asbestos out in the garbage. It has to be disposed of at a proper asbestos site. Uh, and uh, sometimes we've even had companies come in and say it's easier for us to cut the ductwork
1: and remove and, that pipe and take it away. Yeah, right.
0: and then then it is to take the tape off.
1: Right, and then we just replace the pipe. Yeah. yeah,
0: and if you know there's asbestos in your home, you you have to. If you're ever selling your home, you have to make sure that that is mentioned to in your listing or or your agent is is mentioning it to people who are buying your home.
1: Right. So any any house that was constructed, you know, in the uh, pre-70s, there's a, there's a chance, I'm not saying everybody, but there's a, a chance that there may be asbestos in your home.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I mean, asbestos is in many, it can be in tile, it can be in plaster, it can be in vermiculite. Yep. It, it can be in many different places. So. Yeah. And we see it a lot around registered vents, you know, where they put it in. And I, like you say, it usually was older where the furnaces were producing a lot more hot air. Right. Kind of like you some days producing a lot more hot air.
1: I just respond, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break. Thank um, goodness. Yeah. Remember those phone lines are open. Uh, and give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. <laughs> That one, Steve?
1: Jumping Jack Flash. No. No? Oh. What is it? Rolling Stones. Oh. Okay. Brown sugar. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wrong.
0: Well, but what I what I noticed is you're bobbing your head. You weren't doing that when your songs were playing last week. Sure was week. I was yeah, I was bobbing my head. What are you talking about? And maybe your eyes were moving up no, and down, but no. your head wasn't moving. So so an, another good pick. <sighs> Here we go. Another good pick by Jamie. So Congratulations, but back to our questions. Um, do you have a showroom with the different products you sell?
1: We have the largest showroom on the planet.
0: And what's that called?
1: Google. Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, these days, it's you know showrooms are they really are a thing of the past. Um, so really. With a customer to come in to look at a furnace, you just see a box, and and it it looks pretty. But um, all that information, all the like we don't even carry brochures anymore. All that information is on the internet. So, uh, with all our major suppliers, um, we just we if I'm if you need something that like a brochure or something, I would just go online myself and print that off for you and hand it to you. Um, We're paper conscious that way. And we don't, if you need to see something, you can just see it online. I can certainly, I would give you the website and what you could look at and you could do all the research you wanted to, if that's what you wanted it for.
0: Yeah. And we haven't had a showroom since we moved, which was 2010 when we moved into our new location. We call it our new location. We've been there nine years on White Oaks Road. Right. Uh, And I don't think we've missed it. No. You know, uh, because again, you had to keep replacing product, keep updating it. Of course, because it was on display, we had a discount everything, which you know didn't go well with me. Never. So you know now it it's like you say, we don't carry. Uh, we're a green company. We're trying to to not waste uh, paper. We do waste enough paper at work at now that yes. we're trying to keep it as minimal as we can.
1: And so the, so, for instance, if you wanted to see uh, a Mitsubishi product, like we have Mitsubishi running in the office. And we could certainly take you and show you that to the two, the two locations where we have it operating as well as the unit outside. Um, if you wanted to see the rooftop unit, I, I guess you could climb up the ladder with me and I could take you up there and show you our rooftop unit from the outside. But um, furnaces you, in our training area, I could show you a working furnace because our major suppliers that we use are in our training area because that's what the guys, uh, the guys were training on uh, Thursday. So we have some new employees and they were with one of the senior techs going through You know, refrigeration recovery, diagnosis, uh, all that stuff was being done in our training center, which um, is great because better to do it in our training center than in the customer's home. So we spend a lot of time on our guys uh, to make sure that they understand what what we want from them.
0: And we do refreshers there. So like even guys who have been with us for a long time, we'll bring them back in there and do a refresher on. So with air conditioning tune-ups are going to start here in the next week or so we kind of take them in and do a refresher on what we call cold weather starts so that everybody understands you can start an air conditioner when it's cold, but there's a proper way to do
1: it. Right. And the other thing also, it it allowed me to spend some time with the guys and uh, explain to them in a non-technical way what a modulating air conditioner, modulating furnace does. So, you know, it gives us the opportunity to explain that nowadays, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we couldn't control humidity from your air conditioner. All you had was temperature control. And nowadays, if you want to, we have the option of providing temperature and precise humidity control in home. So I got the opportunity to spend some time with them and talk to them about that as well.
0: Well, and and I just, uh, two things. I'll let you know I didn't fall this Saturday morning.
1: Oh, well, that's good. You didn't slide under the car?
0: No, but I'm still feeling the effects of last week's fall. My back is still... Sore, but I noticed this morning when I got up and I had done laundry and I was pulling out.
1: What time did you get up this morning?
0: Five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was pulling out the laundry to fold it and to put it away like You're a not good an iron? person. No iron? No ironings on Saturday because <laughs> I watch, you know, the tank and the pool guy, insane pools while I do my ironing. So there's a window there. You like, still watching
1: The Bachelor or? Or Supergirl. You still watching Supergirl? No, I don't watch Supergirl. (laughs) But anyways,
0: back to what I was talking about. Okay, sorry. Sorry. I was folding the laundry, and it was like static electricity everywhere. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why is the house full of static electricity? And I went, you know what? It was such a nice day yesterday. The sun was shining. My furnace wasn't running. And since my furnace isn't running, I'm not putting humidity into the home
1: but we can fix that by by two ways we can put a different style of humidifier in let's 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 go back to what you have in your house right now you've got a bypass unit correct so if i just simply take your bypass unit and, now mine's a bypass wicking okay doesn't matter i can take your bypass wicking humidifier and put it over to the hot water line instead of the cold water line you can and then just Have that hot water hit that pad and turn your furnace fan on. I can provide you humidity twenty four hours a day. Yeah, not as much as I can with the other product, which is called steam humidification. Which I can guarantee you that you can you'll you'll keep your humidity level at the right at the right uh, relative humidity all the time. And I won't have static electricity in my towels. No, and you won't have to worry. You know, you just you can walk around in some subtropical climate year round and. You know, that'd be like being in the rainforest, if yeah. you like.
0: I had my Dominion Curling Association shirt on as I was folding laundry today.
1: And then also, because you've got an HRV, so if you put your HRV, steam, here vacation, everything, and then we put the new iComfort S30 in, you can do all that by one control. Well, we're going to test that. At your house.
0: when Once it the new one comes out and it's all updates are done, then we're going to put it in my home and test it. Mm-hmm. And then, if if I can can if it can make me happy with everything <laughs> that it does, then we will. Start I'm not going to touch that, that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm
1: going to leave that one alone. Okay. So,
0: <laughs> it could be their greatest nightmare or their greatest success, depending how that goes.
1: No, no We've uh, Richard, Richard, and I have had the opportunity to speak with. You know, to speak with Lennox technical on several occasions in other customers' homes, trying to get things sorted out, and uh, you know, they're they're good to work with. If, if in fact we found something out about about their about their Zoning system that um, we actually helped them figure something out one in one year uh, at a customer's house, Richard. So at I was going to say, not you, Steve. Must have been Richard helped figure that out. Or- I was there. Was he there? Yeah, I was giving my little bit of input.
0: Well, you should give Richard a shout out because I think he's still probably shaking. Well, yes. he's been up on a roof for 3 days. He was
1: on and and now, you know, if if we'd have been doing that job this week as opposed to last week, they would have been much more thankful, but it was a very cold week last week and uh they were on a roof for at least 3 days and um n- uh, not a very pleasant time, so
0: we could have rain. So I'd rather be on a sunny roof than a rainy, warm roof.
1: Okay. Well, regardless, you know, they they did a great job. I think there's just a couple little things that they have to go back and tidy up, but for the most part, they, uh, they did a great job.
0: Yeah. So they want to thank them. So it's Richard, Brandon, Josh, and Corey. The four were on there for the three days, and uh, I think three of them are going back just to finish it up on Wednesday. Yes. It should be all up and going.
1: Perfect. Customer will be happy.
0: Yep, and uh, a little bit of training. So they all, we sent them all, and again, we talk about training, we sent them all for safety training for uh, working at heights before we did that job just to make sure it was fresh in everyone's mind. Right. Make sure they're all up and going. and And training's a huge thing. You never stop learning.
1: Well, we, and as a company, we never stop training. So, um, it's it's kind of funny. You've, you've got that, you've got that big training manual for employees, which is, I don't know.
0: Six inches thick.
1: Yeah. Six inches thick. And, uh, an employee actually has to get through that before they start, which I I look at them and kind of just say, how's it going? (laughs) It's usually three
0: days of eight hours a day. Of train of information before we'll even let them step out of the boardroom and even think about getting into a truck or going into a home or and even some guys have come with 20 years experience some guys come with this is the first day but they all have to go through that training
1: yeah it's like a it's like a an orientation yep on steroids
0: yep It is, (laughs) and I, I, you know, I perform a lot of it because again, we have a brand and a way that I want this company uh, represented in the field and we want to make sure everybody is doing that. Yep. Lots of training. So, and we're going to talk when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, when should an AC maintenance be done? You know, air conditioner covers can start coming off at any time. You know, and we'll talk about that, even though I know, Steve, you're going to leave yours on. I right? am,
1: because I, I, I don't intend on turning my air conditioner on until, you know, at least May sometime, so, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. mine probably probably by the end of the month, I'll have to have that thing up and running. Good and to know. Get it going. But remember, those phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or one 354 8255 Uh, bobbing again, there, Steve.
1: I there's I had a migraine. Did you? Yeah.
0: Now you should know that song. That's like from our high school. Yeah, game.
1: but that, but you don't, you don't like that song.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. because
1: it's called "Money for Nothing."
0: Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Dire <laughs> Straits. So, but another another song that you're bobbing your head at, "Money for Nothing."
1: Okay, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna find out what it costs to get a Peter Inch bobblehead made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And we'll just put them around the office.
0: We could auction it off on the show. We could have a bid bidding. Money goes to make a wish. You know, something like that. Yeah, the
1: Royage bobblehead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll get on that.
0: Yeah, we'll have that when uh, when the CEO comes in to talk. We'll, we'll sure have it. Um, we had a question that comes. They were asking when should I have my AC maintenance done?
1: Well uh really air conditioner maintenance you can't you can't do an ac maintenance in january february but um with this warmer weather coming up uh you could have one done just there has there has to be at least it has to be at least above freezing to have it done but so really we do ac maintenance anywhere from march through to november yep and if it if it's cooler outside, they they call it, but they bag them. But uh, certainly, we're getting away from you know pulling refrigerant charges and seeing how much pressures in them these these days. We can do that just from other. Uh, the guys have much better gauges these days, so they they're 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 diagnostic without hooking up gauges and taking pressures and losing refrigerant is much better than it ever has been. Right. So.
0: So it, you know, and, and we usually will schedule afternoon just because like today the sun will come out and it will warm up and it will be a nice warmer afternoon and, and the units can be run and bagging them. It makes it feel like it's 80 to a hundred degrees outside because it just keeps recirculating the Heat, hot air. Yep. And next thing you know, it's, it's up to its normal temperature and can be checked and, and 99.9%, um, of air conditioners, if they've been maintained every year, will not have a problem and will ne- just need a good cleaning, get the drain holes cleaned out so any water or rain gets into it. But taking the cover off now is a good thing to do with the sun, just allow the air to, to move through it and so forth. And you're laughing.
1: I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> just Richard. You could put bobbleheads on the truck dash and Peter can watch us all the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Put little cameras in the eyes, you know, little red eyes. No,
1: no. so, and really your air conditioner needs to be looked at. I, I know a lot of customers say, well, I've never had that unit looked at. It's just, I just turn it on and it runs, you know, but that's not, it's the same same sort of thing, you know. It's like not ever changing the oil in your car. Just because it's been running doesn't necessarily mean that one day it's just not going to stop and surprise you. And usually, just like your furnace breaks down on the coldest day of the year, ACs will break down on the hottest day of the year. And then on the hottest day of the year, don't be surprised if we can't get to you that day.
0: Yeah, there isn't enough technicians in all of London to get to every air conditioner that's breaking down.
1: But what's also kind of funny is People are much more tolerant when they don't have heat. They are, they, something happens when they get hot and they really, they really become short and uh, their patience runs really thin when their air conditioners break down. Yeah.
0: It's the same, you know, when we did appliance repair, you know what the worst appliance to break down was?
1: Your stove on Christmas day. No. No. No.
0: Your dishwasher. (laughs) If you had to wash dishes, whoa, did we get people yelling and screaming at us when we couldn't get out there to fix the dishwasher. So it's the same thing, air conditioning. Like you say, heat, they're happy to see you. Air conditioners, why did it take you so long to get here? Right. You know, so it's totally different. Now we're talking about maintenance. You know, what's the benefits of signing up for our monthly plus agreement? over prepaying it every year. So paying it monthly versus paying in a one-time fee.
1: Well, one-time, it's, I I do mine monthly. The reason I do mine monthly is it's a little bit every month and I, and I don't ever miss it, really. It's just, it's a very simple charge. I know that I insulate myself from any, um, so for the next three years, when I signed up for the plan, I don't have to worry about any increases. So, as a company, we look at those things every three years, we'll, we'll do a price adjustment on them. So I'm good for the for when I signed up for three years on, on locking myself into a steady price. And then it at that point in time, if there's a price increase, I would be notified and that would be adjusted at that point in time. Right.
0: So on Monday, breaking news, there will be a price increase to our plus agreement. Not for me. But not for you because you're <laughs> locked in. Right. But anybody new coming on board will, uh, or if I paid for one year versus paying monthly, this year the price increase will kick in.
1: So, and the monthly, other thing about the other thing about monthly, you just you just you just kind of, it's not that I forget about it. I just know that I'm looked after, and I know that I've been pre scheduled, and I know my date that they're coming, and I know that everything's going to get looked after. So. It's just, it's like a no brainer for me. I just, I pay on a monthly fee. I know that just like my, just like my car insurance and my house, house insurance, I pay on a monthly fee. I know it's covered. I don't have to worry about anything.
0: You know, and and an example is I got a new car. I can't even remember when now, November or something like that. And, you know, oil change used to be 3,000 kilometers. Then it went to 5,000. Now it's 10,000 kilometers. So it's almost to the point that, you know, I look down at it and went, oh, wow, I'm at 11,000 kilometers. I need to get this thing, the oil change. But I'm having so much difficulty trying to schedule that, that I'm almost saying, how can I schedule this thing to be done, you know, whether it's 10,000 kilometers or not, just do my oil change at these times so that my you know, I can schedule it in my life instead of I'm trying to figure out how to get it done and do I wait while they do it or do I drop it off or, you know, it's, it's a challenge. Mm -hmm. So we take care of all that by scheduling a year ahead to make sure that you're all looked after. And if something comes up like a major announcement in curling that you can't be there, then you might, you know, (laughs) be able to reschedule it at that point.
1: That sounds like it's close to the heart.
0: It is. Um, do you come out on issues with CO2, which is what? Carbon monoxide.
1: When, when CO2. No, detector- CO, not CO2. Okay. CO. So that's water. CO2 <laughs> is carbon dioxide. <laughs> it's what we, ex it's what we exhale. CO issues. So CO yep. issues, carbon monoxide.
0: When the detector's going off, do you guys come out?
1: Well, I would suggest that if your CO detector is going off, um, you're gonna. You have to call somebody. So um, we will come out uh, if if there is a if there's an issue regarding CO. Sometimes the fire department comes out, and in which case, then they'll be looking for someone to come out and have a look at it. There's. I guess it depends on on the severity. But if your CO detector is going off, I don't recommend that you start looking around to see what the problem is, uh, because if you're in the home and there's and there's too much. CO in the house, you're just putting yourself at risk. Right. Get out, call the uh,
0: fire department to come out and they will test. And if there's a problem, they will then instruct you on what to do at that point. Right. Now, CO detectors have a life and you have to look on them and they say they're good for three or five or 10 years. You have to look at that, and you should write the date. So if you bought a CO detector today that was good for 10 years, you should write on it, dispose of on March 9th, 2029, uh, so that when you look at that CO detector, you know you can throw it away at that time. Yep.
1: And Richard just reminded me, sometimes you have to have TSSA come out and, and assess that too if there's if there's something serious going on in the house, and right. that's technical yep. standards. Uh, that's who the governing body of Technical Safety and Standards Association. Yep. If you're ever in an
0: elevator, just look in the license in the elevator, then it says TSA. TSSA. Yep. So that's where I always laugh every time I get in an elevator. Oh, there's TSSA. <laughs> it was checked. Made sure it was fine. Yeah. So you'll really love Jamie's exit song. Should bring back memory, Steve. Smoke on, on the, the water. water. Deep purple. This is like a throwback. Okay. Now who is it? isn't it Richard next week?
1: Chew. No, it? no,
0: no, I think it's Richard. I think it's Richard's got to pick the four songs next week. Okay. I'm stay I'm the last. I'm you know, I think it's Richard Dan hasn't done it.
1: Gord and, hasn't.
0: Well, yeah, we I don't know. We may be country. That whole <laughs> that we may get Gord out and do that. But So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sardinia at 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS. You can go online at RoyInch.com and listen to a podcast of this show by hitting the inch by inch button on the homepage. And as we say at the shop, life is hard. Buy the yard, buy from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week you.